of the Torah. Pidini just started over that. We're figuring out the Greek issue. Um, so we're saying that the Greeks, we're saying that the Greeks really needed the Jewish people. They had a plan. They're going to conquer the entire world. The Greek empire will, in their mind, would be eternal. What we're really asking ourselves here is, what is the connection between Hanukkah and Yusuf Kislev? And we hope we'll get to it today because it's sort of the last day of the week. But imagine this, that the Greeks, just like we know the eternity of Hashem's Malucha and the eternity of we're going to conquer the world for Hashem. And, and the, it used to be the sun never sets on the British Empire. Now the sun never sets Lianhar on the Chabad Empire, right? And the Dailam is in it, whatever. Um, they, it's almost like they could sense. Klipa is very smart. It has a very strong sense of um, what truth is, and they know they eat off truth. They wait till the forces of truth and holiness eat, gather up, and then they say, why should I, you know. <laughs> in other words, it's like, let's say, let's say your son-in-law, somebody once, remember once we were in Florida at the convention. So there was a very cute speaker, a very nice speaker, and he said, I love my son-in-law. He figures, why should he go to the supermarket? He shops in my freezer. <laughs> right? It was a cute, it was nice. It was like, he shops in my freezer. Why should he go to the supermarket? So imagine, we know that, and that's like, it's a little tacky, you know, go to the supermarket. No, 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 I like to take from your freezer. You buy it. It's not so much the money. I like it from you. You buy it, you put it in the freezer, everything's, you know, arranged there. I just come and say, you know, hey, Schwer, Schwer, could I have this, this, this? Yeah, take, take, take. Schwer, could I take this? And they, right? They, they empty our freezer. I have to go to, I don't have such a son-in-law. But, <laughs> right? So imagine, Lahabdil, that's the counterpart of the Greeks saying, we know we are symbiotic, what is this, parasitic. We are parasites. They kind of knew it. We are parasites. That means parasites cannot get their own food. Somebody else has to take the food. And they, they eat the food of those parasites on a tree. Par- right. Par- parasites on a tree will, you know, so somebody's, God forbid, has parasites in the body. Why is it a problem? They wait for the person to eat, and then they eat off of it. They can't get their own food. The Greeks knew one thing. We are Chachma de Klipa. I don't think they knew, but we know. They were Chachma de Klipa. They knew they wanted to build their empire so that they will conquer the world and the Greek culture will be the leaders of the world forever into eternity. That was their plan. Can't blame them. You can't blame them. I mean, that's what Chachma de Klipa is going to do. And they said, and not only that, we have everything we, can, we need to be the empire of the world forever because we have art and culture and, and physical fitness and beauty. And when, when Nayak gave that curse or whatever to the three shame from in Yafes. Yafes, the Greeks come from them. They were given the bracha or whatever of beauty. Beauty that is designed to be used by shame. Not by chum. Right? By shame. Meaning beauty was put in the world for Tyra, for truth. That we're supposed to go and use the beauty. You know, we learn how to do beautiful art from them you know, you can go to whatever university and learn art, you know, the School of Art. They don't necessarily, you know, like Gili, you know, when Gili Shishan tells us all his stories, you know, he's so cute. Gili Shishan is smart. He's so cute. So he learned in a, a school where they taught how to act. And now, you know, then he started using it for Kedusha. We get our stuff from them. 
We get our stuff from them. We use their beauty for Tyra. We use, we, we, you know, we use the money for Tyra. We use everything for Tyra. It's all backwards. You know when your cleaning lady comes to you and tells you when you should be already cleaning for Pesach. No, no, no. I hire you. I pay you. Please, if you don't mind, I hire you to work for me. I'm not working for you. Ever have such a cleaning lady? So, we, so Greece is supposed to be there. Yafis is supposed to be there to give us beauty, to provide beauty that we filter into Tyra and truth. So they got, they did it the other way. They said, why should we do that? We've got all the beauty. We've got all this. We will take the wisdom instead of them taking our beauty, instead of the Jewish people taking our beauty and using it for their wisdom, for Hashem's wisdom. We will take their wisdom. We don't need that. You know, we'll take their wisdom. So they always needed Jews to exist in the world so that they could um, have more to take as we would upgrade in our wisdom. Remember, 2,000 years later, we're going to have Chabad Chassidus. And it's going to be the, the ultimate in wisdom that's taking in, it, us into Tairat Hashem Mashiach. Deep, deep, deep wisdom. How are they going to get their hands? How is the office going to get their hands? Yeah, the depth of the beauty, like, and it's true. What you're saying is, there's such beauty in 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 deep in deep wisdom. There's such beauty in the wisdom of Tairas Hashem Mashiach of Pinas It's beautiful. It's not just interesting. It's stunning. It's delicious. So essentially, the Greeks were saying, "You Jews, stay where you are. Don't move." Don't move, like, you're standing there, you know, stay where you are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take from you, I'm gonna take from you all your wisdom and dilute your wisdom and I'm gonna own it, uh, and I'm gonna fill your head with my Greek stuff, and I'm basically, you just, I'm just gonna keep taking from you the real essence of your wisdom. I'm gonna dilute it. And you, so it was very, you know, you can't blame them, it's, it's quite, it, because they were from Kafma de Slipa. And the question is, how did they manage, so sorry, so why did they go after the oil in the base of Medjus, the physical oil? So the Indian is, how did they get their hands? They knew that they had to defile our, our wisdom. They needed to get their hands on it. Because they're Kofma de Klipa. And they need to, they, they feed spiritually from Kofma of Kedusha. Which ultimately, 2,000 years later, Chachma of Kedusha would be Chachma bin Adas. It would be called with the name Chachma bin Adas. There was no Chabad Kassidus in those days. There's a reason why. We'll see in a second. There's a reason why. It took 2,000 years from, from this battle. We fought the battle for Chachma What do you think we were fighting, Chachma The battle for Chinochal Tarasakaitis. We were fighting then. But we'll see in a second why how come we didn't start to learn Chabad Chassidus then? How come it wasn't a, a study by itself? But one more question. How were they able to get their hands so effectively on, on the, the, the oil of Tyra, on the truth of Tyra? They were able to do it because the Tyra was translated into Greek. Right. right. Now, what's wrong? We have so, bookstores full of all kinds of, all kinds of sperm that are translated into all kinds of languages. So what's going on? It was because by us, we have all these, these, these books. When Maishra Benu said, I want all these translations, then it will stay pure. When 
Ptolemy HaMelech, Ptolemy, said, I want the translations. He's the one who initiated it. And therefore, they were able to get a Yanika, their hands on the Greek language. It says that that um, there's a Mila in the Greek language because um, um, there are farm in the Tyrant. It was the only language that was sort of amenable to, um, they found, the Chachamim found that their Tyra cannot be translated into anything um, except for Greek. Except for Greek. One second. One second. One second. So, translated into anything other than Greek. In other words, the Tyra, in the, originally, the Greek language was, it, 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 I'm not sure, but it worked with being translated into Greek. It was, uh, it had, so when Ptolemy Amelech, Ptolemy, got his hands on the essence of Tyra, so to speak, by putting all these different Torah scholars in different rooms and saying, translate the Torah, he was the Balabas, right? he became the Balabas, the master of Tyra on some level at that moment. And therefore, he could actually get his hands on the essence of it. Now, but here's a, here, here's a catch-22. A non-Jew cannot get his hands on the, the essence of Tyra, which is why when the Greeks went into the base of Migdash and they defiled every cruise of oil, every jar of oil, by definition, there was always going to be one that they couldn't defile. It wasn't only because it was stuck with wax to the ground and they didn't see it. Why didn't they see it? You know why they didn't see it? Why did the Greeks not see that cruise of pure oil? Because there's a level of kedusha of purity that they can't see. The might, right? The maida ani of a yid. The maida ani of a yid. One sec. Right, because because the nations of the world were created from Hashem's speech, and we were created from Hashem's essence. When when there is a situation where the essence of Hashem, our essence is one with Hashem's essence, they. They don't understand it. Etzim, etzim and nefesh, Then they they don't understand it. They don't relate to it. They think we're strange. They're like, why would you do right? Right? They can't hear it. They'll say these Jews are strange. They have this thing about this God of theirs. We need to close This God of theirs that doesn't make any sense. By them, if it makes sense, we do it. It has to pay. That's the difference between a Jew and a non-Jew lahavdo. A non-Jew will have tremendous self-sacrifice because in the end, you know, in, in, like, they should all be wiped out. But those people, those Arabs, you, like those terrorists, who, what, you know, they, they're promised with their bombs, all bombs are finished, all terrorists are finished, Amen and Eretz Israel, that they, why do they give up their lives? Why are the families thrilled if their sons die with a, strapped, with a bomb strapped to them? Because they're promised a whole, you know, a whole party there, up there, after they leave, that sounds like it's more fun than being down here. So they decide for the benefit that they'll get, it's worth it to, for them to die, so that they'll have this party of these 70 Madalach uh, and all this, you know, 70 Arab Madalach. They don't know what they promised them? No, I don't We're talking about a situation where the nations of the world, according to Tanya, will do something really out of their, their, their comfort zone if it pays. 
So the difference between a non-Jew and a Jew is a non-Jew will do something really very, very, very good if it pays for him to do it. The only creature in the world who, when it doesn't pay, and it really doesn't pay, will do, will dash to do it in. The Yid who doesn't believe in us, he says he doesn't believe in us, and he doesn't believe in mitzvahs, and he, and, and, and he doesn't want it, nothing. He's against, against, against. He's anti, 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 anti. Chilani, 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 you know, totally secular. And if his friends see him doing a mitzvah, he will be laughed at for years. He will lose all his friends. If he's seen doing a mitzvah, and it so doesn't pay for him to be doing a mitzvah, and he's going to put on chilani. Can't help himself. It does. Do you understand? The, uh, for a yid, for a yid, it has to. So, so what we have is a situation. What we have is a situation where the Greeks come into the base of Migdash. There's a cruise of oil on a level of purity that they don't see. It goes. It's completely not visible to their eyes. They can't feel it. They can't see it. They can't touch it. It does for them. It doesn't exist. So by definition, they could look. They could look for eight years in the basement state. Make sure you didn't leave any cruises of oil that were untouched. They would still have left that one because it was an energy of Atmos, the essence of Hashem, with the essence of truth, with the essence of a yid, all one piece. That a non-Jew will never see that, or certainly at that time in his could not see it. So they were going to leave it there anyway. Only the Yid would see it, and the guy would never see it. If they touch the oil, right? Right. If they touch the oil, but something like that. But that is a quality. Now imagine this: if you have, you know, your neighbor next door, you know, uh, you know, whatever her name is, Molly McPherson, and you say, or whatever, you know, or whatever her name is, you say, I want to teach you a prayer in the morning. You teach her Maida Ani. For what? It has helps like a thing from Bankit. It's not going to help her at all to say Maidan. You, you give her translate. They say, you Jews, you're amazing. You know, Dr. Feldman, today's is your site. Yeah. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure today's is your because we were there last year when it happened. Oh, uh, yeah. Today, I'm pretty sure it's today, like, right? It was the day before Shiramalka. So, Dr. Feldman, Allah Shalom, right? I don't know, Moshe, I don't remember his full name. So, um, Dr. Feldman was saying that he was once at a conference and they said, um, you know, sometimes people wake up early in the morning and their blood pressure, they stand up too quickly and they faint and it can be very dangerous. The doctors were all talking about it. He said, oh, well, did you ever have that with Jewish patients? They said, no. He said, yeah, I'll tell you why. Because we say 12 words that take 12 seconds. And by the time you finally finish those 12 seconds, it takes 12 seconds for the blood pressure to stabilize. So if you stand up afterwards, you don't, you, you don't faint. Now, till we say Maidani, so we say 12 second Maidani, and then there's Nagel Vaz that take you forever anyway. By that time, your blood pressure already stabilized. Right? Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So you're, so let's say, so your neighbor comes to you and says, I heard about this thing, Maudani Lefanecha. Could you write it out, transliterated for me? This, I won't get dizzy. And also, et cetera, et cetera. It will help them not at all in their life. Because it's arousing the Pintaliyid. If you're not a Yid, how do you have a Pintaliyid? Right? So your Pintaliyid isn't going to be hungry for more Pintaliyid food. Like using gasoline for a diesel machine. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's amazing. So they're looking and looking. They could have checked the whole base of English in Greece and said, make sure you don't leave anything untouched. 
And they would say, aye, aye, Captain, we didn't leave anything untouched. And they did because, and if somebody would come in, look, I can't believe it. Look at this. He would say, I don't see anything. It's outside of their range, the Maida Aniyah, the Yid. Right. Yes. The, the spark of Mashiach in every Yid doesn't exist for a non-Jew. They hear about it and it bothers them. How come you have one? It's okay, don't worry. We, we, paid, we paid in blood for, 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 for generations and generations for this spark. Like, let us have it. The only thing we have. You made us insane. Like, you, 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 you went after us. For, for a few thousand years. Leave us alone. You say, oh, it's not fair. You should have the spark of Mashiach in you, and we don't. Do your Sheva Mitzvah. You'll be good. Right? You know. Right. Do your Sheva Mitzvah. Will they ever have a spark of Mashiach? I don't know. Don't worry. We paid. We paid for that spark of Mashiach. So that spark of Mashiach is the same thing that that's the piece that made us understand. When they said, we want you to forget, we want you to forget that it's Hashem Cyrus. How do we know it's Hashem Tzairah? And why were we willing to give our lives, al Kiddush Hashem, for Hashem Tzairah? Because the spark of Mashiach in me says, no, 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 this one I don't, I'm sorry. The spark of Mashiach in me will not let me give in when it says, just learn Tzairah, don't learn Hashem Tzairah. That's why in the, when the KGB, when the KGB were trying, were, were trying to, you know, Anyway, so, so we're saying, so this whole idea with the Greeks, and the Greeks were sent by Hashem. Remember that the Greeks were sent by Hashem, it looks like, at a time when we were soon going to write the Torah, take Torah Shabbat and write it down. You weren't allowed to write down Torah Shabbat because the Yerushalayim was given from father to son, father to son. You're going to write it down. All of a sudden, you'll have a book that you can study, and you don't necessarily have to know. You can learn Torah, Tyra, but you don't necessarily learn Tyra Secha. Once it's written in a book, you don't have to have get the Yerushalayim that's in the book. This would be a big problem. We in history, probably, once we have the mission of the Gemara, might say, yeah, I don't see Hashem in Tyra. So we said the other day, you can't tell a Jew what to do. Remember, there's Hashem in Tyra. So Hashem sent our enemies. They said it. Once they said, there's no God in Tyra, there's no Hashem in Tyra. We said, what? Who are you to say that? There's no Hashem in Tyra? The whole Tyra is Hashem. So, or something, the Greeks had their hand, got their hands on Tyra. So, but just think, what is Hanukkah really? If somebody says, what is Hanukkah? The revelation, wait, think about it. What is Hanukkah? And you think for a second, what could Hanukkah be? What could Hanukkah be? Not the story, not the donuts, not the ad- These are all the symptoms. What is Hanukkah? Hanukkah is the revelation of the essence of Tyra. It became revealed that the essence, the real essence of Tyra is that it's Hashem Tyra. Hanukkah is only one thing. The, we figured out that it's Hashem Tyra. Period. Fact. We figured out that it's Hashem's Tyrus. Who made us figure it out? The Greeks, our enemies. We didn't know that, but we knew it. We were about to become diluted on this topic. And they didn't let us become diluted because they made it so powerful. They, they, they told us, if you, 
Right. Okay, so let's bring this to summation. So we got it. Hanukkah time, we got it. It's Hashem Saira. We knew it before, but we, re- we really, really got it. It's Hashem Saira. The Greeks pushed us to get it. Because they said, they said it's not Hashem Saira. And we said, no, it is, and we will give our lives off to Hashem. Because the spark of Mashiach in us would not let us give in. That spark that made them want to dilute our Yiddishkeit, the Maida Ani in every Yid, would not let us give in. Great, so we figured it out. The, the story of Hanukkah is, it's Hashem Saira. So you could say, some nice little kid would say, some five-year-old would say, well, then tell me more. Tell me more. It's like in a shidduch. They say, he's a wonderful bacher. Tell me more. It's not good enough. Tell me more. No, no, just trust me, he's a wonderful bacher. No, these days, that's not good enough. I want more information. Don't just tell me he's a wonderful bacher. That's not good enough. Right? Experience is proof. So, what? It's Hashem Saira? We discovered it Hanukkah time? Tell me more. So, basically, we were, we were told... Why do we just tell Hanukkah time? Hanukkah time. The Greeks came along and said, this is a Taira. And you can study Taira. But you can't study Hashem Saira. That was way before. This is Hashem Saira. And we, and we said, this is Hashem Saira. We said... They, we said, we will give our lives al-Kiddush Hashem to prove that this is Hashem Sire. Good. So we said, tell me more. But it took 2,000 years till we were allowed to, to learn more. We just had this feeling for 2,000 years as we're learning Pirate. This is not just Pirate. As we're learning Gemara and Mishnah and Gemara, and we really could forget that Hashem is in the Taira, we could forget. So listen to these words. Iker v'shlema sagili d'shemen shebetaira b'neisa shemen d'chanaka. The real completion of the revelation of the oil in Tyre. The oil in Tyre is what is Tyre really? It's godliness. It's Hashem's Tyre. That was the, the, hey, there's a secret, guys. We're going to tell you a secret. Chanaka time. What? What's the secret? It's Hashem's Tyre. Oh. I thought it was just plain Tyre. No. It's Hashem Cyrus. That's the secret. So the the completion of learning this that came out with this miracle, because by the way, how do we know? It wasn't only that we felt it and we were willing to give our lives up to Hashem. When the Menaira showed that this this oil, this pure essence of 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 our essence, connected to the pure essence of Tyra, will illuminate the world forever, it was shining in the Menaira for, for, for eight days plus, you know, forever. When we saw that, it really showed us with our own eyes, there's something to this cruise of oil. This cruise of oil I have in my soul as well. And this cruise of oil, nothing can break it, and nothing can dilute it, and nothing can stand in its way. I am solid gold. I am pure eternity. Uh, that level of the, the spark of Mashiach in me is solid eternally, eternity, Nothing can rival it. Nothing. No terrorist reference. Right. 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 Wait. Nothing can, can, can rival it. It can stand up to everything. You can't destroy it. Rabbi, Rabbi, um, uh, Rabbi Mengel used to say, the loose bone in every single Jew 
He saw in the Holocaust. He saw after the crematorium, after, after those mighty, 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 mighty fires that burned the bodies of millions of Jews, six million Jews, there were loose piles and piles and piles of loose bones there that couldn't be burned and couldn't be crushed and couldn't be pulverized. They were all there and they're still there. They all went, literally, they're all in the ground now. In every place where Yidden were taken, Al-Kiddush Hashem in the Holocaust, their loose bones have been sunk into the ground. They're all there. They're all, he said, he said he saw with his own eyes. The fire was, you can't imagine the intensity of the fire of the crematorium. Right, 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 right. I think it was the precursor to Pfizer. You know, anyway, sorry. Okay, so so you couldn't, you couldn't see, you couldn't, you, you can't imagine the intensity of the fire. It could burn anything and pulverize everything. All these losers. The loose bones were all, there were piles of loose bones afterwards. Right. Every single Jew is physically eternal. A little thin. You need to gain a little weight. You know, when they say your skin and bones, this is just bones. And just one bone. But, right. Every single Jew is still here physically. On the level, okay, he needs to gain weight. We need to lose weight. He needs to gain weight. Whatever it is. Every single Jew is still here. His loose bone is still here. He's physically still here. He's just not walking around because, you know, he needs to gain a little weight, a few limbs, a few arms and legs, and all this other stuff. His soul is still here. So is his body. There isn't one single Jew that isn't here physically. Right? So this loose bone is the counterpart of the, of the, of the pure, of the cruise of pure oil. And they don't have this bone. No, they don't have this bone. That's why you, you want, that's why you want to eat a piece of bread every Monday Shabbos and feed it because there's no other way to feed it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Forget it. Forget about the cake. Forget about the this. Eat a piece of bread. Must say Shabbos. It feeds it. So that's all. You can just eat a piece of bread. Go to sleep. You know, bench. Go to sleep. But but you want to eat a piece of bread and feed it. So what's the point? But the the this miracle that was revealed is was then expanded on Yotes Kislev two thousand years later, because then we start Yotes Kislev enables us. To take this phrase, you know, it's not Tyrus, Tyrusecha. Like, oh, wow, teach us more about that. Just sure, learn Chabad Hasidus. When will we, you teach it to us? Just wait 2,000 years and you'll start to learn Chabad Hasidus. Chabad Hasidus is taking this statement that it's not Tyrus, Tyrusecha, Hashem Tyrus, and it's expanding it into billions and billions of sparrows, essentially, into infinite numbers of sparrows. We're studying this phrase. We're taking this phrase with Chabad Hasidus, and we're literally going into it and opening it up into into a way that you can not just feel it, you um, you know it, you learn about it with your chokma, your bina, you oh, right, your chokma, your bina, and your das. Right, but we never before at the time of Hanukkah, there was the way we started to learn Tyra after that was when we were learning Gemara. It was kind of we felt. We had this feeling, don't forget, it's Hashem Tzayr, right, but it was a feeling, it was just a feeling, and it was a feeling in the neshama, and maybe a feeling in the heart, that came from Hanukkah, but only, right, but only 2,000 years later, we were finally at the point, after all the mysterious nefesh, and this and Kiddush Hashem, and all of that, we were now vessels to be able to fill our minds with that feeling, so that now we understood. What does that mean, it's Tzairah What does it mean, it's Hashem Tzairah? And now Chabad Chassidus teaches us what it means. 
ad infinitum. The secrets of Tyre of Chabad Hasidus that we learn today are nothing compared to the depth with which we learn in Yemaisa Mashiach. So, and by the way, that explains why when you're learning a mimer and you, let's say you have language skills and you're learning it and you're teaching and this and that, the relief from the insanity of the world is very intense because you're finally learning something that's feeding your, your soul, which always feels good, is feeding your mind. And you feel like, oh, what a relief to be able to look at the world through the eyes of truth, through the eyes of Tiresefa. It wasn't enough for us to just feel it, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. We need to know it. So, no, knowing it is not feeling it, that's for sure. That's for, but the interesting, right, so, okay, so, okay, so now we have Chabad's citizens. And, we, and what we're supposed to do is take it and then bring it down into life skills and tools to permeate our everyday life and bring it into our hearts. But I'm just saying it was a 2,000-year gap between Hanukkah and Yudtes Kislev. And Yudtes Kislev is taking every, that little phrase that we figured out. It's Taira Sechus, Hashem Taira. We figured out Hanukkah time to now not just feeling it, knowing it, our soul knows it, our mind knows it. So ye Russian So ye Russian, we should find ourselves in the base of Mizashlishi immediately now, learning Kaira Sefa, Hashem Saira, bringing the whole world to that recognition. Shemakadush Mayakad and we should and the Fraylakan Khanika and we should be there immediately now.